For more great content, make sure you follow 717 Sports Media on all your podcast listening platforms. Also follow us on social media on Twitter at 717 underscore sports, Facebook and Instagram at 717 Sports Media. We're also checking on our website daily for your daily news and sports videos at 717sportsmedia.com. Special one. Um, we'll break it down the NFL draft. Um, so I'm really excited about that. I'm super pumped to do this show today. Got my my buddy B Way with me and my my guy Jeff Goddard. Um, Jeff and I both love the NFL draft. Uh, we both have watched the draft together the last uh, basically 15 years. Uh, we also um, we've also both gone to the draft. We went to the Philly draft and went to the one in Cleveland. Um, so we both love drafts, uh, NFL draft, and checking it out. So. Um, last year we both did a mock and so this year we're both doing it again but we're going to publish it on the website so we get started in a minute how you doing today jeff good good thanks for having me guys i appreciate it you know it's a fun best week of the season for me you know next to opening week you know wish i could have uh, talked you into going to vegas but you know hey it is what it is (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. I, i would love to go to vegas but you know that's all right we went to the greatest city ever last year so I'm good with yeah, that. Yeah, that was awesome. You're in Cleveland last year for the draft. It was awesome. B, that's, we had a great time. That's, that's probably top ten. Uh, that's not top ten. Probably about top one hundred worst cities. <laughs> Cleveland's awesome, man. We had a good time, right, Jeff? Oh yeah, it was awesome. But you have a good time anywhere. It don't mean that you're great city, man. Yeah, you have how many guys from London you hear say, "I can't." Let's go. Let's let's go to America to visit Cleveland. Well, you know, I don't know. Maybe not, but hey, I, don't care. I love it. <laughs> you love home. Told you, they're done. Told you, B. We're talking NBA. All right, it's a great city. So here we go. <laughs> I love Cleveland. It's my place. <laughs> All right, so let's get into the draft. Um, some trends on this uh, draft class. We're gonna get the trends, and then we're gonna go over. Jeff and I both did our did a mock. We did one last year. We're doing one this year. Uh, we did one this year as well. So. All right, so I'll say a trend. You guys give me a little comments. I know B's like not really a draft aficionado, but that's all right. So number one trend, what I'm seeing in the draft class, you can disagree too, Jeff, if you want to disagree. I said no elite quarterbacks in this class. Uh, quarterbacks have a massive questions. Some might pop. Event, so, someone might pop. I'm not sure who it is. And I would, I would not draft any of these quarterbacks out. I, after 20, I would take them. I wouldn't take them before. But I just don't see the elite quarterback class like we had last year with Lawrence and Wilson uh, with Lawrence and Wilson and Fields and, and all those guys. Uh, what do you think, Jeff? Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't think, you know, you're going to see one. I mean, ultimately you might see one top 10 uh, if a team gets desperate, but I think I'm like you, I think 20 at Pittsburgh would be the first place that I would look at a quarterback. If they really liked Malik Willis, I think, I think you are going to see one, maybe two teams jump back into that first round. If guys are falling, try to get that fifth year option you know, try to, you know, get that extra year of development, you know, sort of like Cleveland was trying to do a Baker Mayfield, but that's not really working out, but you know, <laughs> I, 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 I like, I, I like Ritter. Um, he's like, as a sneaky guy, like, you know, developmental type guy. Um, I, I do, but 
you know, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I think in my mock, I have Willis going six to Carolina, not because I think Willis is worth a six pick, but I think Carolina is like so desperate for a quarterback that they might take him at six. And they have no draft capital. They, they have a pick number six and they have no second or third round pick. Right. They have nothing. Mean, so. They're going to make the move. They got to do it then. Do you have any thoughts on these um, quarterbacks? Anybody? Sean Clifford. He's playing for Penn State. <laughs> I'm playing. <laughs> no, I don't really see any elite quarterbacks either coming out. Uh, now, next year there is. I was like, next year's a big one. Oh, yeah. yeah, Bryce Young and CJ Stroud are probably going to be, you know, top five picks. I think Keenan Slovis. Yeah, I was going to say he has potential. The kid, you know, he got injured a little bit at USC and the coaching change kind of screwed him. Um, you know, and, and so I, I think that, you know, he could. Um, the kid from Boston, Kyle Jerkic, is another one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so there's some, but I, I definitely think next year you're going to see Bryce Young, CJ Stroud, probably top five. So that's where, like, Philly, your, your Eagles, they traded a, a first-round pick for, for a pick next year because they're thinking if Jalen Hurts is the guy, they can go draft a quarterback next year. Yeah, and we'll talk about this when we get to my mock, but that's sort of what I was thinking, too. One of my tradebacks is one of the teams getting capital for next year, you know, yeah. trying to build up extra capital – you know, because there's going to be those two, maybe three guys at the top. Okay, so then the, my the second trend was I said the offensive tackle talent uh, in the top I really like. You know, I think there's a lot of potential there with some offensive tackles. What did you think there, there Jeff? Yeah, I mean, I think you've got three in the top ten that are solid and Icky and Evan Neal and then uh, Charles Cross. I mean, there's even talks now that Icky could be number one in Jacksonville. You know, they're throwing it out there. And then, I mean, then you guys, guys like Penning, you know, who could go later in the first round. And then there's one other guy that's slipping my mind right now, but that's definitely like border around, borderline first round. So I think we'll get five or six guys going in the first round. Yeah, 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 I, I agree. I think Ikeem Ikonau? Yeah, I just call him Icky, but that's what it's, <laughs> it's Wait, He's easy. a hot button issue. I was reading about him on uh, Bruce Feldman talked about like mixed reviews and like some people love him and some people can't don't think he's going to be a elite, elite player yeah, i think i think he has the highest potential but he doesn't have the highest floor like i think evan neal is the safest pick out of alabama and then maybe charles cross but i think icky has like the most potential and could be solid for 10 years i think he's just scratching the surface yeah i think that's fair okay um third trend i said wide receiver talent i think is outstanding I think the first round they're really elite. And then I think you can get second, third round. You can get really good receivers in the second, third round too. I really like this, this wide receiver class. They just keep coming. Um, Ted Najin from um, the Athletic does the draft. He says that they're going to keep coming every year because there's just so many great athletes going to receiver right now. Mm-hmm. So I, I love this receiver class big time. Um, I know there are a couple of Ohio State guys. I'm a little biased, but I like the kid from USC, even though he got injured. Jameson Williams is a, is a, good, a hell of an athlete. I love the kid from Arkansas. He kind of reminds me of Debo Samuel White a little bit. I don't want to put that, you know, yeah. but I like him too. That That's the loaded receiver class. Yeah, I like the guy out of Western Michigan too, Sky Moore. He's sort of like a six-foot, 200-pound guy that can play all three positions. That He might be one of those guys that slides into the back end of the first round. Yeah, you know, I saw Kuiper had him going in the end of the first. I was surprised. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think seven is the record, and I want to say it was 2014, and I think we're going to at least match that, if not beat it this year. 
yeah, I think that's a possibility. Beware, receiver coach. You and I are both receiver coaches. <laughs> no, I would uh, agree that I think the talent's going to keep coming now just with the way high school and college football are. Uh, I don't know, even like the 707 that they're having now with the, with the high school players. It's just more athletes coming out. So I can definitely see how that trend is going. Uh, but you said that seven going in the first round? Yeah, well, that's the record. I think that I don't, I didn't, to be honest with you, I don't know if I had that in my mock, but I think that that's definitely, there's definitely the potential there. Yeah, see, that'll be, that'll be huge. Yeah, so like, um, trying to find it. Um, so, okay, who's going to go for sure? I think Jameis Williams is going to go. Two Ohio State guys. Uh, London. London. I think Burks will just because of the – Burks, that's five. Yeah. And then I think you got like in the back end, like it depends if, you know, Kansas City and Green Bay want to find their receivers. Like I say, you got Sky Moore, you got Jahan Dotson. You know, there's talks that Green Bay really likes George Pickens out of Georgia. Yeah, I had I think, him in my mock. I think he's – I think I'd rather have him. I'm hoping Dallas can maybe get him at 56, but that doesn't look like it's going to happen anymore. Okay, so Ted Najon of the Athletics said he he talked to all these people. He, he's a scouting guy for Athletic, and he said four reasons why he wrote four reasons why wide receivers can continue seeing strong wide receiver classes arriving in the NFL. The rise of seven on seven tournaments, right? B, you see that? Yeah. B every weekend is at a seven on seven tournament with his son. Oh, really? Nice. Yeah. So receivers have more access to better coaching and training on the lower levels. Um, the best athletes are playing wide receiver and not defensive back. Mm-hmm. They want the stats. The rules make it easier for a position in the pros. So kind of interesting. And, and I agree. The trend has been – and you look at receivers coming up. Like two years ago, Jefferson, right? Mm-hmm. Jeff, he was a stud. Last year, Chase was a stud. Yeah. You know, Devontae Smith was a stud. I mean – like we've had receivers come in right away, year one. It used to maybe take a little longer. Now, right now, they're they're like killing it year one. Yeah, I remember back, you know, just from doing fantasy football, it was always like you wanted to draft that third year wide receiver because it was like that third year they were hitting their stride. But now it's like you say they're coming in year one and putting up numbers. Yeah. Yeah, they definitely are coming in right in, especially in fantasy, buddy. They're like big, they're like first round picks now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if you look at last year, you know, I thought it was a mistake by Sensei. I, I would have taken Panay Sue to protect your quarterback, even though Burrow got destroyed. But Chase made a huge difference. Him having that vertical threat to stretch it, it opened the whole field, and it gave Burrow, uh, you know, somebody he could throw to on a consistent basis. And Chase was unreal. Yeah. You know, I, I didn't great... see that coming at all. No, I mean, and I remember Chase at LSU. Like, he was awesome that year. But yeah. I would, you know – in the history of the football, you generally want to take the tackle or the receiver. Yeah. They took the receiver before the tackle. He was coming off a year layoff, so you thought he'd be a little rusty, but he hit the ground running. He he did. He did. Um, I know your brother doesn't like that, but that's all right. Yeah. His bro- brother is a believer in drafting linemen, not receivers. Well, another that's thing, too, that I don't know if you mentioned in the article, but it's like $30 million for a receiver now. I don't I mean, these guys got to get the money while they can, but I don't think there's any way I would pay thirty million dollars for a wide receiver. Yeah, they're getting they're getting paid, and like, yeah. it, there's no way in this God's green earth I'm trading Debo Samuel. There's no way I'm trading him. What are you gonna do? 
Just make him just scheme there. I'm, like, I'm playing hardball with him. Yeah. Like, like, like Debo's good, but like I think it's ridiculous. Like his first year, he he barely played. He was injured. His second year was okay, and his third year was great. Yeah. Like, does he really deserve to get paid yet? Do it another year. Yeah, exactly. If he goes anywhere else, I don't. Shanahan uses him perfectly. I don't think he'll be as successful anywhere else. Right. You know, not how many guys can do like Shanahan is a great coach, and he put him in situations. He didn't run crazy. He he put him in situations to run toss and different things, Mm -hmm. be effective in like short, you know, short time, six to eight carries, and then and then go go out run slants, bubbles, all kinds of different things. Get the guy. I just don't know. There's no way I'm trading him. I'm not trading him. I'm playing hardball with him. He's too good. He's not happy. Then what are you going to do? Oh, my hamstring hurts. I'm done for the next 10 weeks. But, like, he hasn't earned it yet. Devontae Adams earned it. He's been good for several years. He's been good one year. Debo Samuel's been good one year. You deserve a contract off one year? Come on. What are you, you going to do when he says, or Ben Simmons, like, my, my back hurts? Like, what are you going to do? Well, he's not going to get paid. Well, that's what they said, too. Like, Adams and Hill and all them, they're on their third contract, so they're getting – you know, look, look, B, once. B, 2020, he, 2020 he had 33 catches for one touchdown. Now, last year he had 77 with six touchdowns, plus he ran the ball. But come on, he doesn't deserve a big contract yet. Do it another year. That's all I'm saying. I'm not trading him. Lynch says he's not trading him. I want to trade him. No way. I'm playing hardball. What are you going to You're not going to play? Okay, then sit out the whole year. How much value we have the following year? Yeah. All right. Fourth trend. Uh, the defensive line talent is really good early on. I, I really like – I literally like – like I think Aiden Hutchinson is going to be really good. Yeah. You know, I know it pains me to say that, but I think he's going to be really good. He destroyed Ohio State's, you know, offensive line. I think Trayvon Walker's got a lot of talent. Um, you know, Thibodeau has a chance to be special, even though there's a lot of – there's some stuff there people don't like. Jermaine Johnson's got a really good chance to be a good defense attack, uh, defensive end. Um, you got Jordan Davis. Like, I really like, in the first 20 picks, I like a lot of these defensive tackles and defensive ends. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, the even, Georgia, I mean, the whole Georgia defensive line, I think, <laughs> is going to go top 20. Well, and the George, the George Karloftis, everybody forget about him. He's a solid player from Purdue. Mm-hmm. I like him, you know. So, yeah, I really like I really like a lot of these defensive tackles. And, and I, if, if you got – that's what I'm saying. Like, nothing against these quarterbacks, but – I got a top 20 pick and I need a defense tackle defense and I'm taking them. I'm taking them and I'll get a quarterback later because there's just yeah. these quarterbacks. I don't know about, they're so sketchy. Like the hands thing with Pickett is real. Like no quarterback has had those small hands and been really successful in the NFL. Yeah. And like, he was kind of one year wonder going into the year. He was a fifth, sixth round pick. And then he had a good year, but he was like 28 years old, basically playing. No, he's 24. Yeah, I, think everybody, I think everybody thinks he's going to be the next Joe Burrow. Burrow had that one year, but. I, I think he's Andy Dalton. I'll be in the NFL 10 years, but he's a backup spot starter. Like, I think he's hit his peak. I don't think there's any ascension there. Right. Like, I think he is what he is. Yep, I agree. All right, next trend. Last one, we're going to our mocks. We have eight teams with two first-round picks. Multiple teams have traded picks for players. So Insane. It's kind of crazy. You know, if you, if you, if you look at – uh, the, the way the draft is, it, it is crazy how many how many teams have multiple picks. So if you look at it right now, uh, what is it? The Jets have two in the top ten, right? The Giants have two in the top ten, right, Je- Jeff? Yeah. Yep. So the Giants have uh, the Giants have five and seven. The Jets have four and ten. Um, uh, 
Uh, Philly's got 15 and 18. New Orleans got 16 and where else is New Orleans? 19. 19. Okay. Uh, it, uh, Green Bay, where they got 28 and what? 22. 22. Um, uh, Kansas City's got 29 and 30. Yeah. You have multiple picks because teams are trading players and different things. So that's an interesting trend. What do you think of that, B? Would you trade your first-round pick for players? The, the Rams won a Super Bowl, and they haven't had a first-round pick since, what, 2016, I think. Yeah. Yeah, didn't LeBron say F those picks or whatever? Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> that's Les Snead. He, he has a shirt made up. <laughs> yeah. But the Rams, to their credit, they do an excellent job, like four through seven. They do. Like drafting, it's insane. Yeah, and I think I saw this, that they have the fifth or sixth most draft picks over the last five years. So they still, they, yeah. they might not have first, but they kept everything else, kept most of their other picks. And, and I think they have like 10 picks this year, and they don't have a first or second or third round pick. <laughs> yeah. So, and you they know. They got a lot of late round picks. That's your scouting and your development, you know. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting, you know, like your Eagles, B, they got two first round picks. They had three. They traded one for next year. You know, your Jets Jets got two. I thought that was a great trade. The Jets trade what's the safety, and they oh, got yeah. a second second first-round pick, you know. So, Houston's got two first-round picks, three, and then the Browns, uh, uh, 13. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. The last two were traded for receivers. Kansas City got, you know, Miami's pick, and then Green Bay got Oakland's pick. You know, I, and, and I like both those trades for those teams. I, I, would, I have no problem trading a first-round pick for – for uh, Tyreek Hill or Devontae Adams. Yeah. Especially yeah, Adams picks. going back to play with Derek Carr. Yeah. The, the, the thing about picks are you don't see them for like, – you don't see the benefit of them for a couple of years mm-hmm. rather than training for that player that you get instant gratification for, instant wins. Like Devontae is going to make uh, Oakland better right away. Oh, yeah. Like like yeah. like like players can do that. Yeah, picks, right. are, picks are a toss up. Yeah, and, and like you know, you got like I don't mind it. I like it because I like teams that are aggressive. Like go for a win. You know yeah. what's wrong with going for it? Like the Hill trade shocked me though with Miami just because they already have Waddle. Like I thought he was like another Tyree Hill, but I guess they just want speed on both sides. And you know what it is. No more excuses to us. Yeah, exactly. We got two good receivers now and the best in the line. Yeah. It's, it's put up or shut up time. Yep. Got a new coach too. So it's me, put up or shut up time for him. Let me guess, Pat. You don't like two either? No, I, I, I honestly, before the draft, I thought that draft, I thought Tua was going to be really good. I love Tua in college. I thought he was outstanding. Um, and I thought Herbert, I didn't like Herbert, but looking back on it, you know, two has really struggled. He is not that good. Like if you look at right now, Herbert's a way better player than him. I mean, Herbert's like Miami did everything right, but they screwed up the quarterback. They should have taken Herbert. They had Herbert. They'd be so Herbert is way better than two. It's not even close. Now two, I still think could be all right, but I don't think he'll be at the level Herbert will be. I mean, Herbert is like, I think got a chance to be a top 10, top eight quarterback. I don't think two can. Yeah. For my way I've seen so far. I agree. I, I just – I thought he'd be good. It just – you know, I don't know. He's really struggled. I think he he really benefited from, the you know, the system at Alabama. Yeah. I mean, you he's know. always injured too. He can't stay healthy. 
Yeah, and, and like Herbert was held back by Mario Cristobal is a little bit of a conservative coach, and I think he was held back because I was like, ah, oh, I've never like, I watch Oregon all the time. I was like, oh, I'm not really impressed with them, and mm. I think they held him back. And then all of a sudden he goes to the NFL and they open it up a little bit, and he's slinging it all over. Like he played better that the last game of the year, the regular season game, him and the Ra- I, the Raiders. I know they lost. Oh my god, he put a show on. Oh my god, how many throws did he throw in tight windows? Or like, oh my god, did you see that game? B, it was unreal. It was the last game of the year. They played an eight o'clock game. Yeah, he threw he threw balls that were just like unreal. Yeah, he was my fantasy quarterback. Oh, there you know. <laughs> yeah, only his second year, he had a beat up old line. He, he had a coach that goes every two seconds. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, it goes for, I'm sorry, it goes for fourth down every two seconds. So, anyways, but yeah, I like to, to, uh, coming out. I did a lot, but he has not shown what he should be, you know, what I thought he would be. You know, what's funny is Jalen Hurst probably better than him right now. Yeah. Well, I mean, time will tell. I hope Hurts is good, obviously, but that playoff game we had, he looked like, he looked like a JV quarterback. <laughs> so, oh, do you know Jeff's a, a Cowboys fan, by the way? Oh, man, that's unfortunate for you. <laughs> <laughs> that's terrible. And I live in Philadelphia. That's what's even worse. Oh, he likes all goodness. Philly teams except for, except for the Cowboys. <laughs> Jesus, what is that? And yeah, then, I'm a trade fan. Then his brother lives in Pittsburgh, likes all the Pittsburgh teams, but likes the Sixers. Well, I mean, I don't have a basketball team, so that's no, sort of. I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah that, that's a little better. Chris Marino, shout out Chris Marino, for uh, the head coach at Leagues Catholic. He brought up your. I told him one time about you. Just one time, I told him about you. He brought you up four or five times to me. <laughs> How could he like the Cowboys and all of, like, He's like a diehard Philly guy. <laughs> Anyways, so all right, let's get into our mocks. I'm trying to think the. You know, let's just go – let's discuss the first pick, and then we'll get into other picks. Mm-hmm. So, number one pick, I stuck with it. Uh, I stuck with Aiden Hutchinson. I think he's a stud. Um, you took uh, Walker from, yeah. from Georgia. Is that what you think based on the betting market now saying he's the top pick? No, I, I sent this to – I had this final adjustment. I think it's it's more so about the GM, Trent Balky. You know, when he was in San Francisco, he liked those long athletic ends. You know, he had Brentston, or I'm, I'm sorry, uh, DeForest Buckner, Armstead, you know, uh, what's the other guy's name? Played for the – Alden Smith. So I just think he likes that long athletic end. Like, I honestly, I think Hutchinson probably should be the pick because he's the safest bet. But I think it, ultimately it's going to be Walker. And if that's the case, I think Detroit's running to the podium – to get Hutchinson. I, I think Hutchinson should be the pick. I think he, he has a chance to be a Bosa-type brother, you know, the, the mm. third Bosa brother. Now, I mean, I hate to say it because he's white, but, like, you know, I think he's got a lot of a lot of talent. He can set the edge. He's good against a run. He's going to be – yeah. you know, he's, he's got – He reminds really me twitchy. of J.D. Watt almost. Yeah, he's really twitchy, and he, and he, and he has, uh, you know, all the pass moves that you want. You know, and like Nicholas Petit Fair, who's going to be a second or third round pick in the NFL draft, Ohio State's tackle, he he tormented, 
he probably had nightmares of of Aiden Hutchinson in that Ohio State Michigan game. So I came away. I'm a huge believer in him. I think he's going to be an elite player. I would take him. I would I would I would take him number one and call it a day. Yeah. So we'll see. I mean, Walker's good. He's probably got a lot more, maybe a little more potential. But I I think you take the take Hutchinson and you you call it a day. What do you think, B? You got any thoughts on the, either one of those two? Have you thought about the Hutchinson? No, I'm just surprised you're so favorable on a Michigan guy. <laughs> hey, dude, it's a draft, man. I mean, the Browns took Julius Peppers once. I, I didn't hate on him. I thought he was a good player. I mean, it, it's different. You cross over. <laughs> so you just turn the hat on, like you switch the, the college to the – Yeah, NFL I'm trying to be objective here, man. I think Aiden Hutchinson is a good player. <laughs> <laughs> He's trying to be objective. Gotcha. Yeah, I think he's good. I mean, hey, when a college football season, I'm going to hate on Michigan all day, every day. I mean, I hate on Michigan 365 days a year, but I'm a draft person here, okay? Yeah, I mean, my wife still don't like Duke fans. I mean, don't like Duke players when they get to the NBA. So it's like, oh, I hate Duke, man. He's a North Carolina guy. It's killing me. I didn't even care that we lost the national championship game. Once we beat Coach K, that was it. <laughs> oh my God. All right, I'm, I'm. I think I'm gonna check off this podcast, and I'll uh, see you guys later. You married one, so he's married to one. I didn't. I didn't know. Uh, she was the Carolina fan until after we got married. Probably. Nah. <laughs> it would have made a difference. <laughs> All right, so that's that's the top pick. So let's just run. I'll run through your top five, Jeff. So you have you have Walker going one. Um. Aiden Hutchinson going to Evan Neal, a tackle, going three to Houston. Four to the Jets. You got Thibodeau going four to the Jets. And then Sauce Gardner uh, going five to the Giants. Yeah. Anything you want to say stands out there? I mean, I tussled, like, Houston with Icky, but I think, Evan, like I said, Evan Neal is the safer pick. And then Thibodeau, I mean, there's talks of him dropping, but I, I just don't see – I think Salah wants that pass rusher. I think there's just too much talent there. And then Sauce, I mean, I think the Giants, I mean, he's the best corner in the draft. I don't think he can go wrong there. And I, I, I debated on whether letting him fall to the seventh pick, but I think there's a couple of good offensive tackles left on the board. So, you know, the Giants grab one of them at number seven. It was an interesting prospect. You know, I think going into the year, everybody had him number one. The question with him was, I heard, uh, I was listening to McShay was saying, the question with his is the size. He's a little smaller than they won on, on an edge mm. NFL guy. And there's a little worry about his off the field stuff. He says a lot of stuff. He's worried more about his brand than anything. Yeah, that's what I've heard. So the NFL's a little worried about him. Um, I think he could be he he's probably got the best boom or bust. He could be great or he could bust. That's mm. the biggest thing I'll say about him. So remember Thibodeau at, at Oregon B way? Yeah, I like the guy named Sauce Gardner too, man. You got you got to have a lot of confidence to name your son Sauce. Yeah, I think it's a nickname, isn't it? Is yeah, it? but still, man, yeah, he's awesome. I like Sauce Gardner a lot. You know, he cornerback. Hey, that's what you need. Part. You know, yeah. Stingley is is probably more talented, but he but he didn't play the last two years basically, and mm-hmm. hurt, and he and he like he, he opted out and all this stuff. Like the kid from LSU, like he, if he pops. Like, if he's focused and is healthy and everything, he could be top two, three player in this draft. But well, I don't know if there's a lot Brugler. of questions about him. I was listening to Brugler today, and he said Houston's still in play for us. He's like, I wouldn't be surprised if Stingley goes three to Houston. Yeah, I mean, that's a possibility. So, all right, mine is I took Aiden Hutchinson, Walker two, 
Thibodeau, I got going to Houston. I said, I went three straight D linemen. You get after mm-hmm. the quarterback, edge guys. I got Sauce Gardner going to the Jets, and then I got Iki, uh, Ikinawo uh, going to the Giants because the Giants need to tackle. What do you mm-hmm. think there, Jeff? Yeah. Yeah, I think we're pretty similar. Like, we just got the two guys flipped. And, yeah, I think Houston has done a lot of work on the defensive end, so I could see that happening. And then, obviously, the Jets and Sauce. The only thing I heard about with Sauce and the Jets is they're not sure – Salah likes to run a lot of zone, and they're not sure they need to use a pick that high on a cornerback because it's not as, uh, guess, okay, you know, not as important in his defense. And yeah, like I say, the the Giants at five. I mean, not to give away my pick, but at seven, I had them taking Icky because you know they need that offensive tackle, like you said. Yeah. So then, uh, I'll. So your six to ten is you got Cross going New Orleans six. Wait, wait, you got. I'm sorry, you got New Orleans trading up. Yeah, I think not that, for a quarterback. Um, they want that. They need that offensive tackle, though. I think, and I think this is more about Carolina not having picks. Like I, I think they they can drop back to sixteen, still get the quarterback they want, and get like a second and third round pick, so they can get a little more draft capital. And this okay. thing, I think they like Pickett, but I'm not sure they want to use the sixth pick on them. And I think New Orleans wants to get their pick of the last. They know the Giants are going to take tackle, so they want to go up and get their guy. And everything I've heard is they love Cross. Okay, so you got Cross going there. Um, you got Icky going to the Giants at seven. So they didn't take him at five. They take him aside. Minnesota with Stingley, who could mm-hmm. pop and be awesome. Um, then you got KC. He's he's a trader, man. <laughs> so you got Minnesota trading up to eight to take Stingley. And then you got uh, KC trading up to nine to take Jamison Williams. And then you got 10, uh, Garrett Wilson going to Ohio, uh, from Ohio State going to the Jets. Yeah. I mean, my, my thought was there, uh, you know, Minnesota – once a corner and they want to get in front of Seattle who'd like Stingley and, you know, and then once Stingley's gone, I think Seattle, this is what I was talking about earlier with the quarterbacks. I think Seattle jumping from 29 to nine, Kansas city is going to give up a one next year. So Seattle's trying to stockpile those picks next year in case, you know, if they trade for Baker on a one year deal or <laughs> if they just decide to roll Seattle. with Gene Smith this year, they're definitely going to be looking for a quarterback next year. So I think that's, it's a bigger move for them stockpiling picks. And I think Kansas City knows they need to get ahead of the Jets at number 10 to get Williams. Which receiver do you think is the best receiver? Everybody's saying. I think Garrett Wilson is probably overall the best, but I think that speed kills. And Williams has it. You know, if Williams didn't get hurt, he'd be the top receiver, I think. Oh, yeah, I think so. I think yeah, the reason I think he's the top receiver picked because of his speed. But I think hands down, he would be number one on a lot of people's boards if he didn't get hurt. Extraordinary receiver. You got any thoughts on the receivers in the draft, Coach Way? No, just excited to see this time. Just like when the receivers are getting valued. Because <laughs> for, for a long time here, we'll make a diving catch, we'll make one-handed catches. And what does everybody say? What a throw. <laughs> what a throw by that quarterback. No. <laughs> Like we need, we need to start giving some respect. So we're, we're finally getting there. Before Tom Brady, I used to think Jerry Rice was the goat. I love Jerry Rice as a kid. I love that guy. Yeah, he's a man. He was That's a good goat. Yeah. All right. So back to mine, six to ten. Um, biggest thing. So I have six. I have I have Willis, Carolina. I'll explain that in a second. Quarterback, Giants, Jermaine Johnson, who's been coming up the board. I got Atlanta taking Garrett Wilson. 
Uh, Seattle taking Stingley. As you, you mentioned he's a freaking Pete Carroll guy. Pete Carroll does not care about character. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and so, like, he's going to always go with the talented guy. And then 10, Drake London, the USC kid. Um, you know, I, Willis, you think Willis could go to six or am I reaching there? Like I say, I think anything's possible. But, I, I mean, I I heard something the other day that, like, he can barely read a high school playbook. Like, he's so far behind, like, on reading defense. Well, it was an RPO-heavy offense. and Yeah, like, he, he's just – the potential's there, but he needs a lot of work. So I, I don't know that you can reach in the top ten for that. Like I honestly, I think if Carolina takes a quarterback there, it's going to be Kenny Pickett just because of the connection between Matt Rule recruiting him to Temple, and you know supposedly they fell in love with him at their workouts. I just think if they're going to go quarterback there, it's going to be Pickett. Yeah, I mean, I seen Pickett. I just think that they go with the potential, uh, and they think that you know. Got so much potential, but I mean, I want to take any you know, any of them. My opinion there at six, but you know, maybe he's trying to save his job. I was going to say we'll probably find a lot about uh, Matt Rule's job security with that pick. If I'm Matt Rule and I put truth serum in his brain and I get him to tell him the truth, I bet you right now he goes, "Man, I wish I would have never left Baylor." <laughs> never going to Baylor. What? Why? You don't think he should have went to Baylor? No, that he should have stayed at Baylor. Oh, stayed at Baylor. Okay, I got you. Because you're the same guy that, that that is not with the loyal coaches and all that. No, I'm saying is Matt Rule did an outstanding job at Baylor, and now he's in the NFL, and he and you know what is he? Then he's about to get fired. Yeah, it's just a different animal. He spent like one year or two years in the NFL as an assistant. Yeah, and it's like I think, you know, I I. McShay said this. McShay said that Rule wanted to get back into college, but he couldn't find a job. <laughs> so, so I, I think that you know, maybe you take Willis and you think, hey, you know, they, I got a potential I can roll with this guy. I don't know. Um, there's a big deal made when Rule took the job. He got a six-year deal, so they're, like, they're going to give him time. Yeah, but that doesn't matter. They'll just pay him, buy him out. The guy's a billionaire, you know. Yeah. So, I don't know. I'll, what are you saying, B-Way? I'm just saying, like, NFL, it, you know, not for long. You know, they fire him, like, left and right. And he was in a perfect situation in Baylor. They loved him. He turned it around after a disastrous situation, you know, for the previous guy. Yeah, I just know you You just kill me for when I say I want coaches to stay. No, I, I, I just said that, you know, that's, you know, that's the expectation. Like, you know, there are high expectations in the SEC. If, if you don't reach them, they fire you. That's the way it is. And you know that you're going to get paid six, seven, eight, nine million. You get fired. They're going to walk, you're going to walk away with $20 million. That's the expectation. Big boy football. I get it. But sometimes you got to build up. People are not just born big boys. I, I understand that it, every situation is different. I, I'm all about giving coaches time. But when you have Ed Orgeron, that's the big one we argued about. When you have Ed Orgeron, who like won an ass championship and then like for two years stunk. And then he's got all these off the field stuff, yeah. you know, like saying all these things inappropriate to women. It's just, it's a bad look. And I see why they fired him and he stunk on the field. Yeah. I mean, I don't see, I mean, that one was a little, I didn't know about the, 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 the women comments, but 
when we went on the air and we recorded that, I didn't remember it. And then I remember I, I right at, I was like the next day I read a whole, I was like, wow, I didn't realize all this, like all kinds of stuff came out. So yeah, but a little college football in there, but you know, yeah. um, I'm just saying we would have never had a, a, a Joe Paterno, a Bobby Bowden. We, we, we shouldn't, had... like, they shouldn't have stayed that long. Like, like an 80 year old shouldn't be a head coach. Imagine Joe Paterno trying to do today NIL. Could you imagine Joe Paterno today with NIL? All I'm saying is transfer portal. He would flip out on transfer portal. Oh, you can't transfer on Joe Paterno. And I, you imagine him today, Bobby Bowden dealing with NIL? Come on. Listen, all I'm saying is there will never be another long tenured coach with the way things are going here. Nor should they. I think they should. I think Nick Saban should pick his retirement date. He, he goes eight, four, two years. He's out of there. Yeah, that's a joke. <laughs> he bought you three national titles, four. Yeah. That. Come on, come on. He, Your boy like, Dabble might be on the hot seat. Dabble should go. <laughs> oh, there you go. You just, you just talked out of both sides of your mouth. No, Dabble should be fired. I don't care about anybody else. Go okay. ahead. All right. Yeah, off topic there. All right. So, um. So I, I went first two receivers. Uh, I did not go Jamison Williams. I went Wilson, then London. Mm-hmm. You know, I love Drake London, too. That guy's a go-get-it guy, too. I really like him, too. So I think he's yeah. a talented guy. So I have two receivers going in the top ten. You did not, right? Or you just had – I had Williams. Yeah, I had Williams. And, uh, oh, yeah, you did. You had Williams, Williams and Wilson. So we have two receivers going in the top ten. So if you look at the top ten, you have three, three DNs, two corners, three tackles. Uh, and two receivers. Yeah. And then I have in the top 10, I have three, four DNs, two receivers, two corners, and one quarterback, one tackle. Yeah. So similar though. All right. And I think if Atlanta stays there, like, they like Garrett Wilson. Like if I didn't do any trades, I probably would have had Atlanta take a Wilson and the Jets taking Williams. So he should have taken Justin Fields last year. Yeah. And, and, and now they traded Matt Ryan, and they don't really have a quarterback. Yep. Marcus Mariota is like a stopgap. They don't really have a quarterback either. Yeah. So, um, anyways, and they were all in on Watson. Then he get him, and they traded Matt Ryan. Now they got you know Marcus Mariota. Yep. All right. So eleven through fifteen. So you got Atlanta trade. He's got Atlanta traded back, and you have Drake London going there. So you, you know, I ended up taking Wilson. You haven't taken London by trading back. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sorry, 11 is Washington. They took Kyle Hamilton, the safety. He's got some mixed reviews. I didn't realize all the mixed reviews on him until I, I read a little more about it today. Atlanta at 12 took Drake London. Houston took Jermaine Johnson. The defense end for four states rides up the board. Baltimore took Jordan Davis. And then the Eagles, Trent McDuffie. Anything you want to say there, uh, Jeff? Uh, no, it's pretty like the Houston gets their defensive end. Like you had him getting Thibodeau. At number three, I think they hold off and, you know, take the offensive line, the first pick, and then get their defensive end. And then Washington, I think it's a toss-up between Hamilton and a receiver. But I think Ron I think Ron Rivera would love to get a defender like Hamilton. And then Baltimore, I mean, do, do they ever not get a good player? I mean, it just seems like the draft always falls to them and they get – I think Jordan Davis is a little overrated, though. I think he's a two-down player. And, I don't know. Supposedly he's lost some weight. So they, but they, that's what they McShay, McShay said a great point. He said that uh, 
The problem with him was he didn't play at that weight limit in the season. So if he can commit to that, maybe. But I, I don't know. But you, you're right. I mean, Baltimore would take him and he'll be like a 12-time Pro Bowler probably. Yeah. yeah. Oh, your Eagles. So he's got Trip Duffy corner. Would you be happy with a corner at, at, at 15, B? Uh, yes. The ones I saw, we had – we were taking receivers – and like two that I saw, and I didn't want, I didn't want to do that again. But I'll take another DB. Yes, I, I just don't think Philly can take a receiver three years in a row in the first yeah, round. Yeah, that'd be nuts. I think they will because they screwed up the first one. The second one's really good. The first one, regular sucks. So, uh, you know, yeah, you give him time. Year three coming up. <laughs> give him time. He stinks, but we'll give him time. Oh okay. my goodness, he's little. You're taller than him. <laughs> I mean, I'm a big guy. Okay. All right. Let's go to my picks. I got <laughs> I got Washington. I got Chris Olave, Washington taking him. Um, you know, I got Evan Neal, Minnesota taking 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 the tackle. Houston taking Charles Cross. I got the pass rusher, then that. I got uh Trevor Penning, the offensive tackle. Uh, Baltimore needs a tackle. And then I got Philly. Take a Jamison Williams receiver, B. Come on, man. You just said we can't do a receiver. He said that. I don't. I think you can. You screw up the first <laughs> one. First one stinks. Second one's good. You get the third one good. Nah, man. We gotta. We gotta work on the secondary. I'm. You take. I want the DB. Well, you got two picks. We got a whole bunch of picks that they've been stockpiling right now. But yeah. I mean. If, if the receiver comes in ready to play, sure. I would rather enter enter the Debo sweepstakes though, and 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 hope San Fran is ready to get rid of the headache. Yeah, speaking of Debo, I think that Jets pick at ten, that could be flipped. Yeah, there's a lot of talk with that because they were in on, on Tyreek Hill. So th- there mm-hmm. could be Jets t- pick 10, maybe a second rounder going to, for Debo. Yeah. And the Jets might – that might work because the OC came from the 49ers. Mm-hmm. So that might work. What do you think of my picks? You got, you got some gripes with them or any thoughts? No, I like them. Like I say, I think Washington goes receiver Hamilton. Like I think – I just think Neil and Cross may go top 10. I, I just think – they're solid. There's a lot of mixed reviews on the tackles. Yeah. I think Penning, I think Penning, you're right. Baltimore does need offensive tackle. I struggled. It was between Davis and Penning for me, and I took Davis. And then, I mean, I, I said what I thought about Philly taking three receivers. And I think they're going to take a receiver. Everybody plugged in thinks they're taking a receiver and a DB. And Williams, I don't know if he's going to be ready either. So it's like, like B-Way said, if you're going to draft a guy, at least make sure he can come in day one and, and contribute. True. But yeah, because he he got hurt in the last championship. But everybody said he's way ahead. So he's got. If he was wasn't hurt, he he'd be the top one, I think for sure. Oh yeah. Okay. All right. Um. Okay, so let's go back to Jeff's sixteen through twenty. You got Carolina take. You got Carolina via New Orleans, right? Yeah. You got Carolina trading back to sixteen, taking Pickett, Kenny Pickett. You got the Chargers taking Trevor Penny. You got uh, Philadelphia taking Devontae Wyatt, another defense player from Georgia Shock. 
And then you got New Orleans taking Chris Olave and then Pittsburgh taking Malik Willis, your brother like that. Yeah. Um, so you got two quarterbacks going there. Um, you think Carolina trades back and you think that they'll take Pickett because they leave in the quarterback? Yeah, I, I just think, like I say, ultimately, if they can't find a trade back partner, I could see them taking him at six. You know, but I think, you know, they try to trade back and take him at 15 or 16. And then obviously the Chargers, we already talked about Herbert, needs some help up front. So they got Rashawn Slater last year on the left side. So now they're going to get their right tackle. And then, I mean, there's a lot of talk in Philly. They love Devontae Wyatt. They had both guys in here, Jordan Davis and Devontae Wyatt. But supposedly they love Devontae Wyatt. So I, I think it's a little too early for him. I think he's like a later first-round pick. But he's a two-down player again. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, but if, if you love him, if you love – like we always say, if you love him at 25, you love him at 18, you know? So, B, would you be happy with a corner and a D tackle as an Eagles fan? Not the uh, most exciting pick, but <laughs> I mean, sure. I mean, no, I wouldn't. No, I don't want to D tackle. What do you want? I don't know. I want an offensive, uh, offensive lineman, and a DB would work. Okay. But what's the D tackle going to do for us? Stop the run. Yeah, Fletcher Cox is getting up there. Yeah. It's debatable. You know, if you look at the Eagles' track record, they do like taking D linemen, right? Mm-hmm. They have a long track record of how we taking a lot of like linemen, you know, linemen type. They don't take linebackers first round. They usually take do take linemen there. Now, there's a lot of talks of Devin Lloyd there, but I was just like, the Eagles don't don't value that position. They don't. Generally, they don't. Uh, I think Devin Lloyd's gonna be a great player. Devontae Smith was the maybe the first draft pick the Eagles fans were excited about. Well, Carson Wentz. People love that. There are a lot of people like that pick when it happened. No, I didn't. Who the one for? I, I shouldn't say that. Uh, there were people. I know a lot of Eagles fans were pumped about that. Well, they built him up. He shouldn't even have been a first-round pick. Yeah, I mean, there were a lot of good things about him. I mean, you like, I know he fell apart, but like, you can't say that. But I know you can say the small school thing. What about Josh Allen? He came from a small school, and he's. He's outstanding. He's killing it. He's killing it. So, you know. Anyways, all right, let's go to mine. I have New Orleans taking Kenny Pickett at 16. Jordan Davis, uh, defense tackle going to the Chargers. He D-tackle O-line. I got Philly taking a, a Kyle Hamilton, the, the safety. We'll take that. At, at 18, me. Yeah, yeah, we'll take that. Traylon Burks, receiver going to New Orleans, 19. And then uh, Pittsburgh taking Daxton Hill. So, so Jeff, let me ask you this. Which quarterback do you think goes first, Pickett or Willis? Uh, so tough. Any chance, like a Corral or how goes or, or, or um, any of those other guys go ahead of him? Nah, I, I think Pickett and Willis are the top two. And like, I mean, Ritter's the wild card because they say teams are in love with him and it only takes one. But I just can't see how it's not Pickett or Willis Pickett because he's. Just, I think he's the close to short thing as there is in this class, and I think Willis just has somebody who will fall in love with those tools. If you draft Willis, you got to do what the Eagles did with Hurts and what the Ravens did with Lamar. You yeah, got to buy into offense. that system. You got to run a college offense. You have to. Yeah. 
So it's insane because those two guys played a big boy football like Louisville and Alabama. I mean, he's coming from Liberty. So it's just yeah. he was at Auburn. You know that, right? Oh, okay, I didn't know that. Yeah, he was at Auburn. He transferred out. Um, but um, yeah. Uh, I think that Dax Hill to Pittsburgh pick is picking up a lot of steam. Yeah, I, I think so too. That you know, I think if you look at the Steelers roster up and down, they're really missing, um, you know, another another DB. So, oh, uh, you got New Orleans. You got uh, you got New Orleans taking Alave. I got I got Burks going there. So they definitely, you don't think? Well, I got them taking Piggy. You don't have them taking uh, a quarterback. No, no, I, I think. Why trade then? Why make that trade? Like I say, I think I think they want that offensive lineman, and they want the pick of the litter because they know they got to get ahead of the Giants. I think that's what it is. They, I think they're going to get they're going to roll with Jameis this year, and they're not in love with any of those guys. Yeah, I guess. And I think they're going to get you know, I think they traded their first round pick next year because they know they got a pick coming for Sean Payton probably. So you got him taking Alave and uh, New Orleans and Cross. Cross, yeah. And I got them taking um, – where are they at? We got Pickett and uh, – And Burks. So, I went quarterback receiver. I, I don't know. I just think – maybe I'm wrong. Nobody really knows about New Orleans, right? Receiver, I think, is definitely – they need somebody with Michael Thomas. They do. Because I think he might be out the door after this year. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's go over your 21 to the 25. You got New England taking Dax Hill. Um. You know, Green Bay taking Devin Lloyd. There's that linebacker. Arizona taking George Kalaftis. I love that guy. Um, Dallas, your, your Cowboys taking Kenyon Green, guard. And then uh, Buffalo taking Andrew Booth. So, first, let me go Green Bay. You think Devin Lloyd? I love that guy. I think he's going to be a really good pro. What do you think of that pick? And you think you think Green Bay would really consider him there? It's tough. I, I, I struggle between that and Kalaftis because they need a defensive end. But – the more that comes out about Lloyd being able to rush the passer, I think he can do it all sort of like a Micah Parsons. The thing that scares me is after I submitted this to you, there are injury concerns that some teams have actually taken Lloyd off their board. So he was beat up at times. Yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting, but I, I mean, I think he's the top linebacker in the class, him and the Kobe Dean, but I think Lloyd has, can do it more, a little more in his big, I think he fits more of the NFL linebacker. I think teams that think Nicobe Dean is too small. All right, so your Cowboys. Go ahead. Kenyon Green, why? I just think he's a local Texas A&M kid. I think he has the position flex. He played all along the offensive line in college. So I think he's he, he's a plug-and-play left guard. But if Tyron Smith – Tyron Smith uses a couple – misses a couple games this year, put him out there, and he'll, he'll suffice. But, I mean – they're, they're pretty much backing themselves into a corner where they need to go offensive line within the first two rounds. And I just think – I think they're going to go O-line here and then go receiver in the second round is my thought. What are their biggest needs? O-line, receiver? Yeah, I think so. Definitely. Offensive line is definitely – I mean, receiver, I don't even know. It's a sneaky need. Like, look at their top three needs are O-line, defensive end, and wide receiver. But, I mean, O-line is just, like, a distant number one between two and three. Okay. All right. So, 
Let me go through mine. All right. Uh, so I got, I got, I got Green Bay taking. Uh, who I got? Kenton Green. Is that you? That's you. You got New England taking Kenyon Green. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Kenyon Green. I put Kenton. Kenyon. Wait. Yeah. Okay. Uh, George Kalatas to Green Bay. Johan Dotson, uh, wide receiver. I got your Dotson going twenty three, and I got Zion Johnson. What about him? No, I like him. Like, yeah, I think he's guard for the Cowboys, and I got Trip McDuffie going corner at Buffalo. Yeah, I think Zion Johnson's more – he's a plug-and-play left guard, but he just doesn't have as much position flex. That's really well, – Yeah, yeah. So, I, I think we're both right there at the O-line. Dotson, I, I, everything I read, Arizona wants another receiver since they're in, like, they're in three and four wide receiver sets more than anybody in the NFL. Mm-hmm. So, they want a wide receiver. So, I think they want more of a slot guy, but I think Dotson is a really good receiver, and he could fit in well there. Dotson can do both. Whatever you need. Whatever you need. Now we both have Buffalo taking a, a, a corner, just a different one. You have Andrew Booth, and I have I have Trent McDuffie. Yeah. Yeah, so, like I said, I like it's definitely corner there. I mean, I think the sneaky pick is if their corner boat if their cornerback board gets wiped out, they take Brees Hall, the running back. I know it probably wouldn't be a popular pick, but that's really, I mean, outside I, of cornerback, they need that every down running back. Running backs don't are not taken in the first round much anymore. The yeah. trend has changed. You can get them in the second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, undrafted. I mean, you can get running backs anywhere. Yeah, definitely. And so I, the trend has changed. You know, I remember when the Eagles took uh, Wentz. You know, B way you wanted him to take uh, uh, Keith Elliott. Remember that? Yeah, he was a stud too. You see, his first couple of years. Yeah. So. It was top five years. The only year he had a bad year is when the NFL robbed him of six games. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> no. All right. <laughs> at least he. At least y'all still have him. Like Wentz is long gone. Yeah. On his third team. Yeah, I. It's his attitude more than anything with Wentz. Yeah, it's the same. I mean, he just sounds like he doesn't want to take coaching. I mean, he got an OC that that helped him play his best year until he got hurt. He gets traded there in one year, he's out. Mm-hmm. The football so. version of Ben Simmons. <laughs> <laughs> hey, at least Ben plays. <laughs> <laughs> True. True. Oh, my God. All right. So let's wrap it up. Uh, we got you have Tennessee taking Zion Johnson, guard, Tampa Bay, Travis Jones, D tackle, wide receiver, uh, Traylon Burks. So you still got the receiver there. Seattle taking Kyler Green, cornerback, Kansas City, Ar- Arnold. How you say that name? Ebikini, right? Uh, Arnold Ebikini. Yeah, he's a good player. Yeah. So, um, you know, a lot of potential there with him. There's a Penn State guy for you, B. They stuck a couple Penn State guys in there. All right. Let's go State. uh, He's a lot of steam. Yeah, yeah, a lot of people like him. Um, For me at Tennessee, Devin Lloyd, 27. I got Devontae Wyatt, you know, the Tampa – 28, I got Tyler Lindenbaum going to Green Bay. With 29, I got Kansas City taking George Pickens. There's another receiver. And I got Arnold, whatever, what I say his name? I can't say his name. I got, Green, I got Kansas City taking receiver and the end. Uh, and you got Kansas City back-to-back picks. Uh, well, you got a trade-up. So then you got yeah, the receiver and DN sort of the same as you. And I think if they stay 29, Dotson's definitely in play there if he's available. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what do you think about Casey? Would you have done that trade? Would you have traded 
Uh, Tyreek Hill, they get you know get that pick. I, I don't know. I mean, they didn't want to pay him thirty million dollars, so I, I'd like it for. I mean, they got a one, a two, and a four, and like a two next year, and didn't have to pay him thirty million dollars. Yeah. yeah, that's the big one. They didn't want to pay him. Yeah, they didn't want to pay him salary cap league. So, yep. Um, and then the last two, you have Tyler Linderbaum going into Cincy. Uh, and then you have Desmond Ritter sneaking in there in 32. So you went three quarterbacks. I only had two. Yeah, set 15. No, you got three because you have Ritter too. Oh, duh. Oh, yeah, I have Ritter going 32 too. So we both have three quarterbacks. That fifth-year option. Yeah, that fifth-year option. They want that fifth-year option just in case they're good. They, they, we don't have to pay them the big money and you get an extra year on them. Mm-hmm. So, and a fifth year option at 32 isn't that bad. No, not at all. Not at all. So, um, I, I went corner Andrew Booth, 31. The reason why I did that is I think that since his track record is plug and play, they need a corner. Yeah. And I think they dressed the whole line enough. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking too. So that was my second pick. But I just think Linderbaum's a stud and I wanted to get him in the first round. So, <laughs> there's a lot so, of talks that he's going to fall the second round early second round, some team's going to get a 10-year starter. Yeah. Do you, Jeff, do you think there'll be a lot of trades? I want to say yes, but I I think teams are looking to move. But I don't think – if there are trades, I think you're going to see not as – not the cost isn't going to be as much to move up. So in one aspect, I think teams want to come back because they don't see the value in the players up there. So it's a reverse. If there's no value in players up there, our team's going to want to come up. But I think teams that come up might be able to get paid less to do it. So that may entice some teams to do it. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see. But it wouldn't surprise me after day one, we have no trades. But I'm going yeah. to put the over-under at uh, two and a half. Well, there's not a court, there's not a real big quarterback to trade up for. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. Like, like I think if you're coming up, you're going up for Jamison Williams. I think if a team falls in love with him, they'll come up and maybe the tackles, like I like I had. Like one of the, if somebody falls in love with one of those tackles and wants to get him. And and like like I said, I think back end of the first round, if a team wants to come in and get that fifth year option. But so, all right, so how many Big Ten players we got? This is a Big Ten podcast. We got Aiden Hutchinson, that's one. Uh, got the two Ohio State guys, that's two and three. You got, you got Dotson, that's four. Who else is Ohio State? We don't got a lot of Big Ten guys, do we? Dax Hill, that's five. Kalatis, that's six. Right? Yeah, I'm looking at mine now. E.B. Keedy, that's seven. So seven out of thirty-two. Yeah, I got seven out of thirty-two too. So yeah, you're talking, you know, pretty close. SEC again, you know, how many Georgia def- how many Georgia players are drafted in the first round? At, at least four. So we got Walker. We got uh, Jordan Davis. Wyatt. Yeah. Yeah. I think so, you can see the Kobe Dean or Lewis Seen, one of those two guys go in there. Three or four Pick guys. It. Pickens could go in there. Yeah. So we'll see. So Thursday night's the first round. Friday's the second, third. Um, any parting shots? 
Mr. Way, what do you think of the draft? You you big draft guy like us? We're, we're draft guys. We love it. Yeah, I'm not. But I certainly understand why you guys or why the NFL made the draft a uh, week long. You know, they made it for like guys like you, yeah. Jeff, who are uh, all in on this thing. Yeah. Making, a, making an event. But you guys are definitely draft uh, nerds. and Recruiting and drafting. <laughs> it's good to have you. Well, you know, I think I like to draft so much. I don't know why I like it so much. See, I'm more of a college guy than him, than Jeff. I'm, I'm College is my favorite sport over NFL. He's more yeah. of an NFL guy. Yeah. He's more I, than... I think I'm fascinated with the whole NFL offseason. The draft is just part of that. You've so, always loved the draft. Yeah. I mean, before it became mainstream, we used we, you know, when it was just Saturdays, we would get together and watch it. I mean, we, yeah. we've always, since I met him, we liked the draft. Yeah. We just, you know, not everybody Make, likes the draft. Megan and Michelle would study for finals and we'd be watching the draft. <laughs> yeah. We get together every year. The only year we did it was COVID. Yeah. And we did it virtually. <laughs> Are you guys uh, like day three and four watchers? Well, there's only three days. Yeah, day three, I mean, probably not. I mean, I followed on my phone a little bit, but, you know, day one and day two, definitely. Yeah, so, like, like Thursday, we'll both watch it at our homes, and then Friday, we'll get together with our families and watch it Friday. So, what are um, women doing? What? What's the women doing? Taking care of the kids. <laughs> well, I play with my kids, too. I mean, nah, I know. <laughs> He's play with my kids. We're chit-chatting over there and yeah. talking about women's stuff. I don't know. You know, and so, like, we watch the draft. That's what we do. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I like the second and third round. I like the way they have it. Right, Jeff? Yeah, yeah. It's fun. Because second and third round's fun still be. You know, four through seven gets a little tiresome. Day three, you're right. It's a little yeah. – now, we were live for day three in the NFL draft in Cleveland. Yeah. We were down there. We we stayed there right to the whole time, right? Four through seven. We were there the whole time. Yeah. We were drinking and stuff, so we had a good time. But Scott Hansen was right there. Kimmy checks all of them. Yeah, yeah. In between, they had the guy doing was it Hansen? Right, Scott Hansen, right? Yeah, from Red Zone. Red Zone. He was in between commercial breaks. He was talking to the fans. His brother won a, a the new Madden game. Yeah, for PS Five. <laughs> nice. That's pretty yeah. cool. But I like the way it is. Now, like day three, it does get a little tiresome. I don't really. The only thing I do on day three is I pay attention to what the Browns take, I pay attention to where the Buckeyes are going, and I pay attention to where the quarterbacks are going. Outside of that, I don't really yeah, care. Like, I want to see where the quarterbacks go, um, and I want to see where the Buckeye, where my Buckeyes end up, a little bit. Yeah, def- day three is definitely on the phone. Just yeah, checking your phone, getting the alerts and stuff. Watching a day three is a little boring. Yeah, I agree. First two days are great though. So, well, salute to you guys, man. You guys do an awesome job. <laughs> yeah, this was fun. I enjoyed it. Yeah, all right. I'm glad glad we we had a great time. Thanks so much, Jeff. Go ahead, be plug the website. Yeah, so make sure you guys stay tuned in to everything 717 Sports Media. Uh, follow us on every podcast listening platform Spotify, Google Play, uh, whatever you do, whatever you choose to listen to. Like, subscribe, all that good stuff on YouTube. And uh, just keep an eye out. 717 Sports Media, runs the world. Yeah, and, and both both our mocks should be up tomorrow or the next day. So if you want to check them out. Up now. 
You're up now. Okay, so I'll tweet it out tomorrow, uh, and, and you can check out the, the, the mocks. Uh, so it would be both Jeff and I's mocks are on there. So thank you so much, Jeff. Thanks for coming on the show. We really appreciate it. Uh, we'll check in on you guys in the fall uh, when we come back for a big a second season of Big Ten football. And uh, Coach B. Way can just talk about long-term coaches forever. Oh, he can just talk about it for days. Make sure you guys keep well, listening to well, him. Joe, well, well, Franklin's got a 10-year contract, so there you go. He won't be going anywhere for 10 years. <laughs> we'll see. I just want to see statues. You know, I want to see statues of our great coaches outside of stadium. Until they remove them. <laughs> On that note, we'll check you out later. Um, Thanks thank for listening. Yes. Right, Go Buckeyes. Thanks for having me.